Have you ever felt overwhelmed by life or unable to see any other way through? Maybe you've even said to yourself, there has to be a better way. The good news is that there is always a better way. It's time to reclaim your humanity. Welcome to Getting to Unstuck, the 20-minute jolt that you need to help you in life and work. So let's get started. That makes me giggle. Intro. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to Getting getting to Unstuck. We are so glad it's Friday. So that's fantastic. It's been another great week in our corners of the world where we've been had the opportunity to reflect on what on the work that we've been doing and get we're getting really excited about the what's coming ahead. Today we're going to be talking about picking up the pieces, and we uh, have some really great uh, thoughts around this, and we have some really great information and some tools for you to use. For you to use, have you ever wondered how to pick up the pieces after the thing that you have never wanted to happen actually happens? <laughs> so we're going to talk about that today. So where shall we begin, friends? Oh. Gosh, good question. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, (laughs) you know what? I was just, I've been reading Richard Wagamace. And one of the things, it's a beautiful book that was published posthumously. And Mm -hmm. he says at the beginning, and I was thinking it would be wonderful to, it's about the stories. That that's Mm -hmm. what we, as humans, we connect around the fire because we're ready for a story. Mm -hmm. So why don't, Colin, why don't you... Tell mm. us the story about yeah the yeah. I, I mean, I think I kind of see my life in three chapters, and That's and far. at the end of each chapter, I really hit a major wall, or at least the first two chapters. Chapter three is going pretty well so far, and we can talk about why in a later in a later session. But I know I hit a wall a couple of times and absolutely shattered everything in my life from A mm. to Z. Um, emotionally, spiritually, financially, business-wise, relationship-wise, where um, in the first instance, in my 30s, I, I, you know, everything fell apart, you know, sort of 15 or 20 years of of work and career and ideas and targets and things like that. And it all came to a crashing halt for, for a whole bunch of reasons which is another 20 minute episode i'm sure <laughs> and then and then only recently again i kind of hit a wall where it was less dramatic than the first time but mm. certainly everything in my life needed to be reimagined relooked at recalibrated reinvented yeah everything so 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 those experiences really pushed me more into coaching more into working with you guys more into writing about fear and fearing less and getting connected to what my mission is. But yeah, not, not easy. And certainly an experience experiences that, that I'm happy, I'm, I'm happy to share and, and, and discuss yeah. because I think a lot of people, um, and I think we all have had uh, moments where we've needed to pick up the pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shattered yeah. lives, shattered careers, shattered businesses, yeah. shattered ideas, um, yeah. shattered relationships, everything, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you start, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you used- I- Go ahead, Crystal, oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead, you. you. <laughs> I just want to say that you use some interesting language. 
You said reinvented, reimagined, which is for me, when I hear that, what I hear is you started by imagining, inventing, creating, and Mm. then something happened and there was an opportunity to redo. Yep. You're, you're, you're right. You're right. And I think, I think if, if I broke it apart or if we broke it into segments, it's like you, you, you know, you're on the floor in a puddle of whatever you're in and, and and you've got to kind of recognize and accept, you know, that's like step one. It's like, okay, here I am. And, and once you kind of recognize and accept it, you can, you, 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 you've got to imagine to overcome the fear. Right. I think, I think that's, that, that's the only way to, to really, to really do it. Right. Is, is (laughs) because it's so scary, right. When you've fallen and crashed, um, it's scary for yourself. And it's, it's, I I know for Mia as well, it was scary having the judgment, right. Of, of myself and what other, what I thought others were thinking of me and things like Mm -hmm. that. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I know that. And I'm well acquainted with that. that <laughs> I thing. think we all are. Yeah, That's, uh, I had, you know, I had a very, I had a pu- very public crash and burn of my marriage. Very public. Very, in fact, at the height of, I was the co-founder of an international charity, and in the middle of it all, my marriage imploded, exploded. My life imploded, exploded, and all the things that you you feel. I mean, for me, it was really in that particular instance, it was kind of two, it was kind of two sided. It was the internal disappointment that I felt with myself and with not being able to, what I perceived at the time, hold things together when it was an impossible Mm -hmm. situation to hold together. But we hold, we have these really funny ideals for ourselves and Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to be the person and the, the front, not the front facing, but the, the, like the actual whole person that I, there was some fragment of me that still believed I was capable of becoming that person and of being that person, but the situation felt so destructive. It, it felt like I had just fallen so far that how could I pull myself out? And I'm, I'm curious, Colin, like when you mm. were feeling that, what were some of, what were some of the narratives that were going on for you internally when oh. you had that crash? And like what, what was around that? Oh, that, that, that this situation would last forever that there was mm-hmm. no way out, that there was no light at the end of the tunnel, that I was, you know, a loser, that, that mm-hmm. you know, my God, the amount of stories that that I, yeah. I was telling myself, unworthiness, mm-hmm. useless, you know, all of the, all of these things. And it's yeah. just incredible how, how, you know, the society that we live in is so tough and, and, and challenging. And I think we spoke about it when we talked about this sort of the idea of the personal protection system that mm-hmm. each of us needs to have. We live in a very complex world where, where, you know, we grow up with all these judgments and stories mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. just aren't true. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I think it's our, I think it's our mission now as a team, isn't it? To, to pull people yeah. back to their center, back to their humanity, mm-hmm. to help them become fearless. But, you know, I, I just started to make small changes, you know, little things that like, I don't know, improving my diet or improving my fitness or starting yes. to meditate or going into a self-help bookstore and, and, you know, just baby steps. Right. Yes. And, 
I mean, we talk about it as picking up the pieces. And really, from what both of you have just shared, it really is. It feels like like a plate that shattered on the ground. Yeah, and when does. we look at those pieces, it's like they're never going to fit back together again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, one of the wonderful elements of this is the truth of it is it never will. So yeah. that plate is never going to be exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. But the pieces, as you said, Colin, once you recognize and accept, you can begin to imagine them fitting back in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the magic is, right? So yes. I, I, I think so often, and I think you you hinted at this, Crystal, we hold on to something, right, that we might have believed in for five or 10 or 20 mm-hmm. or many more years, right? You believe You hold on to that belief system because that's safer than looking at that shattered plate, right? And it's familiar, what, right? So we hold on to what's familiar, even if it's not serving us. It's just mm-hmm. that it's familiar and we're we're scrambling and it, we're like I was, anyways, I'll say this for me, mm. felt like I was drowning. And so a drowning person is always mm-hmm. trying to, they're reaching for air. And so we just, we fall back into those, those familiar things. So, you know, it's, yep. we see people do it all the time. That's, you know, that's mm. people return to relationships that are abusive. It, it's not because mm. it's because they're, it's familiar, even if it's uncomfortable and it doesn't need to be that extreme, but we have those mindsets around things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I find yeah. it interesting. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Colin. Oh, oh. no, I was just going to, uh, I forget what I was going to say, but, but, but that, but I, I, I think, I think that the, the the key here, the nugget is to, if you can break out of that familiar mm. and look at that plate on the floor of crushed and broken pieces, I think there's, that's where, that's where we would, I would say, that's where the opportunity is. Oh, that's yes. where the possibility is. That's where the, the new yeah. you is in there, mm-hmm. in that big mess yeah, is the new you. Totally. Yeah, I want to acknowledge that somebody who may be a whole bunch of people who are watching this, maybe live now and maybe at the recording, are at the plate stage. (laughs) And maybe the plate is just on its way down to the floor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one of the, as you said, magic pieces, Colin, is to recognize that that is not, that's a fluid state. It's not going to stay the pieces on the floor. Because yeah. we're mm-hmm. humans and we have an incredible resilience. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. good to acknowledge and good to remind people of that because I think you're right. Yeah. A lot of people, and we talk to them all every day, are stretched beyond uh, human limits, right? And I think yeah. one of the things that we always emphasize is in that that process of picking up the pieces is to be gentle with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Our evolutionary biology is not caught up with all of this technology and all of the hyper novelty of our world. So if you're feeling frazzled and you're feeling disconnected and you're feeling off, that's perfectly normal because yeah. of where we are. Oh, and yeah. it's actually good news because you're feeling sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you can recognize those, those feelings. You know, John, I, I remember reading and listening to John Martini many years ago, and it was, you know, how life always finds us in the midst of when we, some, you know, we find those, those Carol called them those glimmers in our, one of our previous conversations. And I remember him saying, there's nothing to fix, only much to love. 
And that has been a bit of a mantra that I've returned to over and over again, because when we're focused and fixated on fixing something, we're always looking over our shoulder and we, we slip into like, if only I had done, we slip into regret, we slip into blame, we slip into judgment. And it's a disempowered state because we're trying to pull the past, which no longer exists, right? The past is, is gone. And so when we allow ourselves to recognize there is nothing to fix because what's done is done, can't change it. can't can't press, you know, re, play and repeat on that. It's, there's nothing to fix, but there is much to love. And those are, those are the glimmers and those are the moments. And Colin, you referred to it earlier when you said like finding those small things. And in, in one of our previous conversations, I, I was saying that I've lately been thinking about how one of the ways that we get tri- tripped up. And I noticed this with the clients that, that I'm working with particular through our coaching work is that when something feels so big, and so out of balance, we think that we're going to have to have some do something equally as big or that we yes. judge to be equally as big and monumental um, in terms of the weight. And, and so that's where we can freak ourselves out because we're like, you know, it could be something like you, I, I don't know, it could be anything. If we could use a, a simple thing where we're frustrated with our health, right? So we mm-hmm. think that we've got to go all out, all at once. And that's it. I'm blocking 90 minutes a day and I'm going to train for a marathon. You know, those those things are great. But what about not pressing snooze? Let's start with that. Let's let's start with not, not slapping the snooze button in the mornings and let's give ourselves those let's give ourselves those things that we can actually begin to love about what we're capable of doing. And rather than focusing on all the reasons that it's gone wrong, what are, what are all the possibilities of what could go right? Yes. And when both of you, with the stories that you've shared, when both of you turned that corner and got mm-hmm. to picking up some of the pieces, what was the successful result? One that you can remember. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Crystal. Well, I will be very honest. It was a very dark it was a very dark point in my life. Everything was very, very unstable and volatile for many reasons. And I was in another country as well, living in another country that wasn't my home country. And there's just a lot there. So I went from curling up on a hard tile floor and crying when I put my daughter to bed and, and shut the door quietly and crying so that she wouldn't hear me in, in a locked room to starting to ask myself, okay, what's possible? What, what can I do? And I'd wake up in the morning. I'd be like, what's one thing crystal that you can do today. That's going to push things forward. And so I actually, for me, that was, I started attending a yoga class that was down the road from where I lived. And I just started showing up every, every morning to that yoga class. I dropped my daughter off at school and I would, I would, I decided that this is something where, and I started to build community. And that was how I, probably one of the first things that lift started to give me the glimmer of hope. And it doesn't have to be something like yoga for anybody. It, it, it's irrelevant what it is. It was just that I started to somehow focus less on what was the pain and start right. to think about what I wanted my life to look like. Because like, we, like you said, Colin, there's when you're in mm. that dark place, you're tempting to feel like this is a fixed state, right? Like it's just so mm. That, that that dark place can be anything. When we're when you're going through financial duress or extreme financial problems, it's just so tempting 
for me to feel mm-hmm. still to this day to feel like that's a fixed state and that can't yeah. be changed. And so the opportunity is to think about, okay, what's one thing that I can begin to lean mm-hmm. into as one to love today? Yeah. I, I think for me, it, it was, a, it was at least at the end of chapter two, and now I'm in chapter three, uh, mm-hmm. it was putting myself first. Oh, so yes. putting, putting me finally at the center of the circle mm. right? and putting, not putting my eggs in everybody else's baskets, right. um, which I had done, have done throughout my life where, mm-hmm. where I would, you know, yeah, focus on their success or their or their goals or their mm-hmm. business or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important if you do crash and burn and break the plate that that like Crystal said, the baby steps, small recognition of love with you at the center of it all, right? Yes. In that, and I we might have spoken about this in the past, and maybe we should do a whole show on it where this idea of healthy selfishness. Mm. is so important right you know and we've said it before put on your oxygen mask first mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when you do crash and 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 hit some kind of wall or barrier and are stopped by whatever you're stopped by there there's this mm-hmm. i think there's a tendency to beat yourself up a lot and oh, yes. and bl- the blame game and all that mm-hmm. right so yes. then if you're beating yourself up and blaming yourself and like Crystal said, looking in the rearview mirror, then you turn to, you know, coping mechanisms that aren't necessarily healthy for you, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. And interrupting those patterns, right? Like one of the things that yeah. I learned from Dr. Joe Dispenza is whenever you feel that, whenever that thought comes up, just even internally or sometimes I verbally say change. And I just keep on reminding, there's no judgment. That's an old thought. That's not who I am anymore. Change Mm -hmm. pattern. A simple thing like that is something that we can make that internal shift that can really transform things for us. Right. Well, I had the grace, I think, of knowing you both at the times when some of the crisis was (laughs) happening. And Crystal, (laughs) I recall you telling me that at dawn, sometimes you were up getting up as far as you could up to the roof of the place that you were living to be with the sun and meditate. I remember you sharing that with me. And Colin, one of the things I recall about your time was that you began to take a look at your health and Mm -hmm. to discard some of the pieces of your, of your intake of food that were not serving you. And it was those, Mm -hmm. what I remember from my, the grace that I had of being able to coach you both was those were turning points. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely right. Yeah. They didn't feel like it at the time, right? They they didn't feel like at the time because I had historical evidence from other people that I, that I heard that I knew and I trusted that this was something that could change things. And I just kept showing up. So what's our invitation to our audience today? What do we invite them to do? Be gentle to yourself. I keep always say that. Be gentle and kind and unjudgmental. And and those emotional stories that you're holding on to, if you let go of them, then you you can begin to heal and begin to create that new plate, the new story. Yep. Yep. And we would love to hear from you. Drop mm-hmm. a comment in. Tell us where you're at. What's your plate look yeah. like today? Yeah, exactly. And 
So don't forget to, if you do not yet follow us on LinkedIn, it would be fantastic if you followed us. That way you'd be getting notifications when we go live. And as soon as we have 150 people, we can go live on the Whole Human Coaching <laughs> LinkedIn page. Also, please check out wholehumancoaching.com. Sign up for our newsletter and uh, you'll be getting uh, some really great information and tips on how to continue to reclaim the story of who you are and where you're going. Thanks for ch- tuning in. Have a great weekend. You too. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us. If you want to learn more about who we are and who we work with, find us at wholehumancoaching.com. You can find us everywhere on our socials, on LinkedIn, on TikTok, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Whole Human Coaching. Whole Human Coaching.